a Radio 191 FM podcast. A weekly catch-up with a different executive member each week, talking about what they do, what they have done, and any other exciting things going on at OUSA. It's Executive Chairs. There's always something exciting going on at OUSA. Always. <laughs> it never stops. The excitement. Man, try working here. Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> Uh, but right now, I'm joined by Finance and Strategy Officer Josh Meikle. Uh, Morena, Josh. Morena, how are you? I'm very good. And yourself? Not too bad. We've had an 8 a.m. exec meeting, so yes. we've been up and going for a little bit now. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Every Monday, 8 a.m.? Yes. Yeah. Only time that could fit 12 people's calendars, so what can you do? What can you could do? Could be a lot worse. But hey, well, that's, the students are out there going, that's good. That's good. They're, you know, getting up early, getting the work done, putting in the mahi like they should. <laughs> I mean, it's been a few weeks of that. We've dropped for good with our week with um, just getting through things like our advisory board at the moment. We've had to be in early for a little while now. Good yep. time, though. Yeah, good our week. Yes, we were really happy. I think it's one of the ones that Exec has been most involved in, partly because of our Drop for Good project, but partly mm-hmm. we had a chance to just get really and sink our teeth into Tent City and some of the things there. Yeah, yeah. In terms of uh, your role in, in finance and stuff, the, the switch from um, the stadium into the... A union hall. union hall. Yeah, I think that all look favourable for us in terms of finances this year, but also at the same time it was just an unfortunate reality that we weren't going to be able to fill something like the stadium with the type of acts that are in New Zealand with COVID at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of things like Togo, we were able to supply the same number of tickets as previous yeah, years, which is right. exciting. Two Togo parties. That's, yes. So that's a first. I know. I mean, well... If you have one and it's fantastic, why not have two? Exactly, exactly. And they're both sold out, so that's fantastic. Yeah. Right, um, it's your second year in the role. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, were there any lessons learned from last year? I mean, last year was an extraordinary year for, for um, of course, COVID. But is there any lessons that you learned from last year that you're taking to this year? Kind of, yeah. So I came into the role last year not as a BCom student, not as an accounting student, so I had a lot to learn there. It mm-hmm. took about six months to really get your feet under the desk in terms of those like practical, technical, financial skills. But one of the big lessons for us that I think all of us that returned from last year took away is that communication is the biggest thing to mm-hmm. get anything across the line. Yeah. That and perseverance. Like You can decide to do something a week out, and if you work hard at it, it will happen. If you yeah. communicate with people, it will happen. I think that's something that we've taken on for this year. and. Hopefully, it's already paying dividends by the look of things. Yeah, comms is key, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It really is. Not even just within the exec, within all of OUSA, within yeah. all of the student body. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and I think OUSA is doing um, a lot better with the comms over the last couple of years, uh, out to the students and that internal comms as well, which are absolutely. really important, really important. I know here at Radio 1, we have super strong internal comms. I could be sitting next to the person that I need to be talking to, <laughs> but I'll still be going through online comms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got to make sure all of that stays there and can be referred to later. Yeah, that's right. Keep the records. Um, so, I mean, last year was a, was a funny old year, but it was a successful uh, in, in a couple of ways. The Beer Festival was really good, and mm. I know when I was there, I do a lot of work with Live Nation, uh, and when I was at the Beer Fest doing work, um, I caught up with one of the Live Nation crew members, and I was like, what are you doing here? Um, and she said, well, we're throwing an Auckland Beer Festival. Yes. Uh, and at that time, I didn't realise USA was involved, but I mean, how involved is OUSA in terms of the financial sides of it? Because, uh, you know, is, is it Live Nation that's taking all the risk here, or are we in there somewhere as well? So some of those specific details, obviously, we can't talk about yes. because of the arrangement that we have with them. But OUSA isn't particularly exposed in this circumstance. 
we have a lot of faith that this festival will go ahead and do well. I'm really excited for it. I bought my tickets for it well before I realised I potentially <laughs> could get some free ones. Um, but, you know, going to be going up, provided we aren't in level two. Yeah. Um, but honestly, the beer festival like this is a fantastic opportunity to be generating commercial revenue for OUSA that can support our services, which, just on the face of it, aren't able to pay for themselves. So if we want to keep those services free, we need opportunities like this. And I'm yeah. really looking forward to seeing how that turns out for us. Yeah, we're in a post-COVID world, right? So um, uh, we're, in terms of the financial support that we get from the university, um, think things have changed there. So now if we want to keep the same level of services, we have to look at other revenue streams. Yeah, right? that, and also, and it always comes back to this, after VSM, we entered into a service <laughs> level agreement years. with the university. And while that was a pretty good deal for us at the time, it's only increased by maybe 100,000 mm. over the course of the years that we've had that agreement. And that doesn't keep up with staffing. It doesn't keep up with any of our service growth. So we need to be generating that revenue to be able to even stay at the level that we are now, let alone expand. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but I mean, it, it's still, it is an Auckland event and it is mm-hmm. Otago students' money being used for an Auckland event. And I haven't really seen much in terms of communication to the students letting them know that it's actually happening and why it's happening. Yeah, so I think maybe that's a very good point that we should be talking more about that why there because the fact that it is happening is not, why, uh, is not something that we have been communicating to students because the idea is we use a bit of the students' money to put on this event that increases that pot of students' money because it's now Aucklanders paying us for tickets to go to what will be a fantastic event. Yeah. But I think, no, that's a definitely a good point that maybe we should be talking more about that why of these commercial projects that mm-hmm. the student money, we're essentially trying to, you know, add a bit more onto it by using it. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of adding more money, UBS Flats... Um it's interesting. A lot of students are out there saying, you know, it's a bit of a conflict of interest. You're advocating mm. for students, um, student tenants. Uh, at the same time, you're becoming a landlord. Uh, you know, do you see conflict there? It's an interesting question there. And one thing I can assure you of is that that tenant advocacy always comes first, regardless of what position we hold, that always comes first. And we do put in place measures to make sure of that mm-hmm. um, so that we don't have that conflict. We do have property management companies in between us and any tenants in any of these flats. And also the key thing is, regardless of whether we have a property management company, regardless of whether we own something outright, we commit to looking for tenants first, making sure it's a good flat, making sure that we're being the best possible landlords in each situation. Yeah, um, uh, it's been noted that um, these flats aren't necessarily for students. They're going to be no. mid to high end. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so you're looking for a good return here, right? But we're, we're living in a time where market rents uh, are crazy. And to be honest, they're probably inflated mm. to where they should be. Mm-hmm. Um, so are you looking at being having a, a fair rent or maximum return? This will definitely be a fair rent. We've always put our uh, predictions out to something that is definitely going to be reflecting market prices. We're not going to exceed those. Yeah. Um, and we're definitely aiming at a market that's different to students. That's another kind of isolation uh, mechanism for us so that we don't have to have that conflict as present between our advocacy work and other things. Also, it's just 
the nature of this particular bill and the type of apartments that we can develop in it, there's definitely other markets that it's most appropriate for, yeah. particularly considering the hospital upgrade and the influx of individuals coming with that. Yes, that's very true. That's very true. Um, so I suppose you'd be hopping to it because you don't have much time before that all kind of kicks off. We, we hope. Anyway, <laughs> it's taking uh, quite some time. So you are having a property manager. Uh, and that in itself um, can be put you in a difficult spot. I mean, uh, have you, is there a particularly property particular property manager you're going to use is the same one you're using right now at Starters Bar and do their values align with OUSA's values? So they're questions that we haven't answered yet and part of the reason why we haven't answered those questions is because it's still about a year out until we will be at that point where we have those department, uh, so not departments, apartments ready to go. Yeah. But that alignment of values will be something that we'll be looking for whether that's naturally from that property manager or whether that's because we have to tell them you have to do that this this way. Yeah. And, and how long before you see a particular return? So it's one of those things, this building, and this is something that's worth explaining maybe, UBS as it stands is a building that's decreasing in value because of the age, because of the uh, necessary condition of it, so Mm -hmm. we need to upgrade it one way or another. That's going to cost us money. So these apartments are a way to pay off any lending that we'll need to do to, you know, upgrade that building. So we'll pay that off, and then once that's done, we'll see a return after that. Didn't we just do an upgrade on that building a couple of years ago? Yes, we did. So that was pretty much a holding upgrade, and that was a really necessitous one because it was to do with earthquake strengthening. Yeah. We got that out of the way. People are safe. There's more to do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, the good old fun. <laughs> Have we enjoyed that, Josh? Yes, yes. I've been kicked out of the offices for a whole summer. <laughs> yeah, no fun at all. Uh, but we're back now, so that's good. That's good. So how do you, uh, I mean, we've had, a f- you know, we've had several years of deficits. How do you think we're looking right now? We are currently budgeting for a deficit, but there's ways to make that not a reality by bringing in maybe 20000 each month through some new initiative, through some new saving, through some new innovation. Mm-hmm. And whatever happens, we need to make sure we're not going into next year with another deficit. There's yeah. only so long you can survive in this type of circumstance. And that's something we're going to have to think hard, find new ways to generate revenue or make some hard decisions. Hopefully it's the first of those. All right, brilliant. All right, Joshua, um, thanks for coming in. Always a pleasure. Uh, you've got to get back to your meeting, so I won't hold you much longer. And we've got uh, AJ just turned up to do sports as well. Amazing. So it's exciting. Uh, have a wonderful day. Thank you very much. Talk again soon. You too. All right. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.